Hey Dan, hey Ryan. Um, just thinking about uh, Slash Duke, the movie pitching podcast with a twist. And you know, uh, you know, I missed Multiverse of Madness recently, the uh, Doctor Strange movie, the new Marvel movie. I missed it because I had COVID and you know, I was laid up in bed. I still am, and I'm thinking, you know, there's a, there's an alternate universe somewhere in the infinity of space where I'm, you know, I'm seeing Multiverse of Madness, and I'm not sick. I'm not laid up in bed, right? We're able to record these episodes together of Slash Dupe. You know, there's no, there's no pandemic. Had me thinking though, uh, what if we, what if we, what if we didn't call Slash Dupe Slash Dupe? What if I had a different title? What if it was something else, right? That would, that would mean that there's something else with the title Slash Dupe, wouldn't wouldn't there? I mean, that would that would release it to to the world. It would be something else. Would it be a, Would it be a film? Would it be a TV show or a podcast? Would it be even a, a video game? Would it be another kind of media? I don't know. So I was just thinking about that and wondering what your guys' thoughts are. Whether you had a pitch for uh, for the movie, to, uh, you know, for a movie with the title Slash Dupe. Morning. Um... I'm answering this while still in bed. So this is like an AM thought. But here's what I think Slash Tube would be. I'm going to I'm gonna stick it with a movie, right? I'm going to carry on. But here's my pitch, what I think Slash Tube would be in another multiverse. It would be like that episode of Luther where there's the, like, the D&D killers. I can't remember what they actually were. I just remember they rolled D&D dice and used terms like ponin noobs. Um, that's about the touch they were. So I think it would be something like that, like a B-movie horror slasher movie about what we think is one killer, but turns out to be they're actually twins. Whoa. Um, this is coming from the very addled, tired brain of... Uh... Dander Cruz. But if Slash Dupe had to be a film, I think it would be some kind of, I want to say, I want to say Jim Carrey, but that kind of wacky comedy about a genius scientist who, uh, like in a Jekyll and Hyde kind of way, um, take some kind of potion or undergo some kind of experiment which makes them periodically stupid. So like clever slash dupe, as in silly. Um, does that even make sense? I hope it does. That's my premise. Like a Jekyll and Hyde, but Hyde is just stupid. So hijinks occur. Um, that would be it. Next note. And if Slash Dupe were a different form of media, I'd like it to be a board game. Slash Dupe. 
a sort of uh, strategy positioning pieces game where you have to find the actual uh, opponent's piece when there are lots of hologram versions or duplicates of the piece and you have to slash them get get to them to find out which one is which um more rules to follow but uh, i like the premise of that okay i just like dan i know that we i know you got a tiled added brain as you mentioned at the beginning of your message but isn't that basically just a plot to me myself and irene right just with uh, less like jizz hair or whatever happened in that film was jizz hair that film or was that one with ben stiller i can't remember like like some kind of multiverse they all just all the all the cum jokes just melt into one basically aside from the fire hose one in in scary movie that one i always remembered but um yeah i mean to be fair there's a lot of films that are very similar but maybe this instead of to yes and it maybe this could be it's the it's the long-awaited sequel to be myself and irene where they try and treat the other side of him and it's uh, it makes him dumb but he's still got the ability to do it so he just does dumb stuff also jim carrey is a, a great cast for like someone um who can i guess play some two very interesting characters but uh, uh, to a question off the back of is if you had to pick a, a actor or actress who could do that kind of uh very physical comedy role now who would that be? So, I think it's my brain, adult brain, tired brain, but I don't think I've ever watched me, myself, and Irene. So, without knowing it, I came up with a uh, Hollywood hit. Smashed it. I think I win this round, right? Um, good question. Slapsticky stuff. I'd want to say Melissa McCarthy. Would that work? We don't, do we have any, I'm asking this question because my brain is dead. Do we have any like super slapstick comedy actors anymore? Is that even a thing? To you, Rai, um, with regards to your, ooh, twins murdering, um, Dungeons and Dragons based, what, who played the twins? Who plays the twins? B-movie style? So who would direct it? Like, what are we looking at? Are we looking at over over gory or are we looking at lo-fi um what's the dealio all right i'm gonna i'm gonna answer this one while i'm on my jog so i think melissa mccarthy's a great shout um just trying to have a little think there's sean might know better on this one but there's uh there's probably some people in saturday night live that are good for like uh the like slapstick comedy and stuff like that um uh, yeah i don't know that's sure i'm gonna throw that one to you uh while i'm making making great time on this 5k oh. right just got back from the jog laying in the bath um you help you know muscle soak and all that i think dan i, I feel like it should be slasher but it's probably going to be someone who's a little over the hill in acting. Well, maybe that's not a, a right thing to say. But kind of someone who who is big or was big and wanted to wanted to do it. So um, I maybe like Jesse Eisenberg would be interesting, right? Because he did Vivarium, didn't he? 
which a lot of people quite liked. But maybe someone like that, like Killer Twins, but it would be quite slashery, I think, because it, it needs to be called Slash Dupe. So you need to sort of see that. Maybe like, um, oh, I don't know. I don't know what the movie poster would be. That's the thing. Like there could be a couple of options. Or, you know, like the two faces thing is too easy, isn't it? Um, maybe it's like, you know, you could try and incorporate, incorporate it in. The thing is, it wasn't actually like, it was really weird. If you watch that episode of Luther, they weren't actually like D&D killers. They were just using dice, I think, to determine how they would kill or who they would kill or something like that. So yeah, there's there's something in that definitely. But someone like that, I think that's who it'd be. Um, yeah, marketing, I ain't got a clue on that. As far as I remember the episode of Luther, they got points for killing people in different ways and like multiple kills or kill streaks or whatever. Um, so there was a little bit of that going on. As for the um, uh, as for the marketing, well, the knife has to be the slash, right? So there has to be a slash down the poster caused by the knife. Uh, sorry for bad audio. I'm driving uh, to work. All right. So first of all, uh, if you can hear that in the background, you might not be able to, but that's the sound of uh, goats. Uh, no further context needed. Uh, just in response to some of these, I think, uh, Dan, you must be addled because I think you said your brain addled brain. I've never heard of uh, what that might be. Um, slapstick actors, Tom Cruise. It's a great, it's a great physical actor. I mean, maybe not, uh, maybe not slapstick in the traditional sense, but uh, but he's a good physical actor. Chris Pine's a good physical actor. He's he's underrated as a physical actor. Um, and recently, Cecily Strong. I saw a, I saw an SNL sketch. Cecily Strong was was immense uh, in the Benedict Cumberbatch one. So yeah, from SNL, maybe maybe it's Cecily Strong uh, as a physical actor. I, I like her more than more than some of the other SNL alum uh, alumni. Um, yeah, but, I mean, also considering all of this, it's, it's all well and good. But I was kind of my interest was peaked at board game. I'm not sure that we've had a pitch for board game. You know, we're a very cross-media and multimedia here. We love all sorts of of entertainment. Um, we've had, you know, some video game crossovers with White Box. We've we've had um, uh, we've had film, TV, documentary, all sorts. But we ha have we had a board game? I don't I don't think so. So fuck your me, myself, and Irene. I think we should go full board game. What do you reckon? Morning everyone, I'm sat here in sunny Malta uh, to add to this whole multiverse thing that we're doing uh, all over the place uh, here for a cool festival. Anyway, I just had like another secondary thought that about the actor. Now, we talked a couple of people um, like a Jim Carrey or a uh, even a Tom Cruise who said a character actors, but I had an interesting thought while scrolling through some YouTube videos. What about that Caitlin Riley girl who is, I think she does like the wasp mum sort of um, YouTube clips, but she's a really, she plays like a whole bunch of different characters in all of her like shorts and TikToks and everything like that. And you know, she'd be quite an interesting person to be able to see flip flop between a, a couple of roles uh, or a couple of personas and people. So yeah, I'm gonna just revisit that one. I don't know, maybe we're gonna cut this in earlier or later because I did send it after all the stuff, but we'll, figure that one out.
Okay, so we all know Dan's, um, you know, got some chops when it comes to uh, audio. Uh, you know, he's our, you're our audio editor, uh, and 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 many other hats as well when it comes to that. So it is possible for him to fake being in a car, but in this instance, you know, I choose to believe that he's in a car. Ryan, by the way, I have, I'm under <laughs> I'm under no illusions at all <laughs> that you did a 5k jog all right and even if you did right even if you did right i'm willing to park that as like a possibility um there is no way that you can be in a bath with no splishing right there's, there, there's nary a splish and i'm not even going to go anywhere near splash because there wasn't even a you know like there wasn't even a, a sniff of a, of a splash so i'm pretty i'm confident that if you're going to message from the bath again at least fill it up with water i'm i'm worried about you man uh, really but yeah, all good stuff. Um, you must be able to hear these goats, it's insane. Some of them genuinely sound like people doing impressions of goats. Um, yeah, so um, all great ideas, uh, all good stuff, love it. Thanks for sort of going off on one, building on the premise. And, and I know that I said Slash Tube, you know, if it was your film ideas, what would it be? We've, we've got that, that's fascinating. That's, that's, that's really interesting to sort of build on that. The slash, the dupe, everything. But I'm, yeah, so as I said before, I'm I'm kind of digging, I'm kind of digging the idea of like, what if our podcast, slash dupe, the movie pitching podcast with a twist, what if that was a board game? How would you play a board game of the slash dupe that we put forward? Does that make sense? Like hollow chess or whatever, it's all well and good. But what if somebody was able to buy, you know, like a Taskmaster or House of Games or whatever, you know, the board games. They were going to buy Slash Shoot the board game. How would we do it? All right, I just woke up from a nap because I've been moving, you know, after the, the jog and the bath and everything else like that. Um, so I don't think Slash Shoot the board game, if we were to do it about our podcast, right, um, it would be like, it wouldn't be what you, what sort of these like eight, 10 hour sprawling epics like Gloomhaven or Battlestar or, um, you know, that one about, uh, viruses. I forgot what it's called now. Anyway, uh, it would be like your Pictionaries, your articulates, your things like that. It would be like pitches. And then you have to, ugh, it would be like pictures and you have to, you maybe have like, um, like a, uh, like a, I can't think of the right term, like not like a chance thing, but like what you would have a modifier. That's what it is for your birthday one year, Sean, we did the script reading for the dark Knight rises. We play, we had these modifiers, you know, you had to give it like you were Oscar winning performance or you had to um, flip your gender or something like that. You know, it'd be interesting to do it like that. So a bunch of titles and, you know, you have modifiers and that's what it'd be pitched against. And it would be like these kind of committee based people. Maybe uh, you have like the picture, like uh counter and then you have the critic counter so that moves around clockwise or however that works and then maybe one of the things is like oh the order gets reversed or whatever um 
And yeah, I think that that would be what it is. And your points would be based on, and then you have the obviously uh, at the end of the game, whoever comes second gets the Dan get Dan's robbed award. Pa pa pow. Yeah, that's a good idea. Definitely something uh, like a short, punchy. You can do it in an hour. You can get your family involved. You know, everybody sort of has an idea in them, right? Everybody, everybody watches films, so you can get everybody involved. Uh, the modifiers are good because it could be like time period modifiers, or you know, I'm always reminded of Richard Osman's House of Games how like there's a split of questions that go all the way through like different uh, eras, and you know, it's very Eurocentric, obviously, because it's a European quiz show. But it, but it focuses on um, different. It, 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 it's sorry, it doesn't focus on a particular time period. So, yeah, like modifiers that can open it up to like you know, like our nan would know more about you know these westerns or these these old sort of you know black and white films. So, yeah, the modifier cards are a good idea. If we went around the board, uh, you know, similar to like Monopoly, it. One of the reasons why it's so popular is, uh, is that it's, you know, you can give yourself, you, you fight over what, uh, what pieces you are and some of them rotate in and out of the, you know, of the different eras of board game. So I imagine, like, so, we are, so what, my question to you uh, two are, what pieces can you, we get in the first edition of the board game? You know, like the boot and the iron and shit like that. Like, what's what's the slash dupe equivalent uh, board game pieces for us to go around the board? And also, I suppose, what's what's the sort of goal, right? What's the individual player goal? What's the sort of um, you know a a player wins when they have achieved this? I like the critic counter idea. It's vague, but I like it as a sort of a starting point. Some kind of critic element, some kind of voting element, or some kind of rotten tomatoes sort of. That's a bit of a joke in itself, Rotten Tomato scores, so you sort of have that uh, notion, uh, you know, like, so that your film gets rated and comes out as, as a certain score. I like that. So then, you know, so let's try and build on that, Dan and Ryan, if you've got any ideas on that. Um, and then coupled with that, what's the end goal? Like, how does a player win? How do you get not robbed, like Dan? Which is a great idea, Ryan. How do you get the not, not robbed award? You know, how do you come first? Um, yeah. So I, I have an idea. I mean, the board game pieces will definitely just be your, your classic, like, old-style camera, director's chair, like, real uh, clapperboard, those kind of things, right? Movie iconography will be the, the pieces. I've got an idea for the board and maybe how the game is played, right? It's a world map and, like, cartoon world map, and each of the areas has, like, a big place where film is so hollywood uh pinewood um bollywood lots of woods actually i just realized that um yeah uh korea that kind of thing right so like they, you'd have those places and the idea is that you have to get a winning pitch idea of that kind of film in that area so you could yeah so that maybe that's maybe something right like trying to create a, a dynasty a worldwide dynasty of all these different films because actually on slash Street we've had a lot of films pitched from different locations and so it'd be interesting to sort of tie that into it he's driving to cambridge now i'm driving to cardiff so you've got a little bit longer to have thought about this but um 
think I've got a way to combine everything, all the elements here. So I love the idea that you go from place to place in the world, festivals or um, or uh, awards ceremonies, etc., with your films. And what happens is, um, someone picks up a card at that place, at that particular place, and um, or you pick up a card, and that has the title of the film on it. But one person in the group, this is the dupe section, doesn't get to see the title at all. They might get to see the modifiers, which will be region specific, I guess, must have, must be directed by so-and-so, or, um, or even more hilariously, if the modifiers are from different places, so a Hollywood movie having to be di directed by a Korean director, or having to contain a particular actor, or on a particular budget. So you're now in, um, you've got a Pinewood, but you've got a, a indie budget or something. Anyway, but one person in the group doesn't get to see the title of, this, of the film. And then you all have to write the pitch of your film down on a piece of paper, so a bit like Balderdash or Dixit or something like that. And you put it in the center. And then when you've done it, when everyone's done it, you turn it over and everyone has to vote on their favourite pitch, and you can't vote for your own, obviously. And at the end, whoever gets the most critic points, because you become the critics at that point, wins the awards or the um, or the prize at that particular place in the world. And the idea is to become the um, the movie pitching podcast with the twists winner. Um, and maybe maybe as a special function the dan was robbed card you could all have a dan was robbed uh like a joker and that means once per game you can remove someone else's pitch if you think it's too good and you think it's going to win you can pull it away i think we might actually have a board game so if you're the duke and someone votes for you, you get double points because it was absolutely wild. So there's got to be, obviously, there's got to be a risk reward system. So if you're the dupe, you get two points for everyone that votes for you. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, I love the, uh, the fact that you can maybe have amongst, maybe not amongst the modifiers, but maybe the first thing you do is you acquire a budget. I don't know how, maybe it's a dice roll, maybe it's a card draw or something, but you require a budget. And there's only, maybe you all work for one studio, so there's only enough budget for everyone around the table. So there are like the mid-budget films, which are a dying art form, there are the indie films, and then there are blockbusters. So if someone gets the blockbuster, then they're able to, when they draw actors or they draw locations, they're allowed to use them, right? But if the indie gets them, or if, if the mid-budget like ends up with like a location they only have a budget that's like 60 million, but their location is like 50 million and their act is 50 million. Then they have to give up one of those things to the, to, you know, the blockbuster filmmaker. And he gets to decide whether he, he has it or not. And then you also have maybe options, you know, for actors, uh, actor contracts. So they can come in for like a second film if there's like multiple films that get, that get done in one sort of game in one sitting. Yeah, Dan, love the Dan was robbed idea. 
Um, love going to different film festivals as well. That's a great idea, taking it around to different sort of glitzy and glamorous locations. And maybe there's even an element of like dealing with the the press in some way. Maybe you can say like three things about the film that advertise it, or I don't know, you know, maybe that gets roped into the pitch. Um, that's a great idea. I, I, I'm with you. I think we've legitimately got a board game idea. If anyone wants to fund this, uh, then, you know, I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, and additionally with the dupe idea, um, in a way, if everyone around the table has to justify how it links to the title, which links it back to the slash dupe format, then the, the dupe basically has to sort of justify why it matches up to the title, even though it completely hasn't. Or more, maybe it has. And that's part of the joy of the dupe. So, like, the person selecting doesn't really know uh, who has duped. Uh, and that's why they get the double points, right? They're almost, almost at the end, they're able to sort of lie, if you like, or justify that their film fits the brief, um, even when it doesn't. And that maybe that sort of gets in their double points and feeds into sort of our dupe idea for Slash Dupe. So any final thoughts, you guys? I'm very satisfied by this. This is a good way of doing it. Um, you might be able to hear the lapping of the ocean in the background. Um, no more COVID. Well, I mean, I still have it, but um, non-transmissible, negativo, uh, fucked off to Kefalonia. So, um, yeah, it's nice and sunny here. So I'm glad we can do this episode like this. So, so thanks, uh, Ryan. Thanks, Dan. Um, just before we go, I don't think we've answered the question of the board game pieces as we move around. That's Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a simple man. Those things are key for me. Um, I like the, uh, you know, the idea of having like a, you know, unique pieces similar to Monopoly uh, and they can sort of change and grow and adapt over time. But like with our sort of basic board game, let's say we put it on Kickstarter and you pay the top dollar and you get the, you know, the, the injection molded pieces or whatever. Um, what are they going to be? <clears throat> you know, maybe we'll die cast or whatever what pieces feel right for Slash Dupe and for a movie pitching podcast uh, in board game form. You may be able to hear the sound of uh, background traffic and the light tapping of rain as I walk through Cardiff. Uh, just as beautiful a place. It's not quite as beautiful weather. Thanks for rubbing that in, Sean. Um, I believe Ryan mentioned about board pieces, actually. I remember the film reel, uh, very much the Slash Dupe. Um, title, poster, um, and other sort of uh, film paraphernalia, which much like um, much like Monopoly, everyone would run for their favourites. Um, but if we're doing a Kickstarter, surely top top dollar would be figurine busts of Sean Ryan and Dan. Surely. Uh, anyway, I really like the idea of this game, and. Um, I think it wins the season for me, and so uh, we're going to try and make it into a uh, demo board game. Um, this has been a joy. Remote access asynchronous slash dupe special. Over and out. Hey gang, um, just at my nan's house. Um, just uh, gone over to, you know, what, what it's like with these... Uh, this generation of immigrants, they're royalists through and through. Um, just here for the Jubilee uh, weekend, uh, having a cup of tea with Nan uh, on our four day weekend. Um, yeah, so thanks everyone. It's been, uh, it's, been a, it's been a wild ride. It's been good fun to go through the, uh, 
the motions of I'm sorry to abandon so quickly the idea of Slash Dupe being a, a film or a television show. That was it was great work from you guys, but the more we chatted, I mean we're also big board game fans, as you know. People can uh, catch up on our uh, Monday stream, um, twitch.tv forward slash Total Party Win, and we have a YouTube channel as well, and we put out podcasts um, under Blood and Song. Um, and various other things. And Cusbros has some stuff in the works as well for some, some TTRPG content, if, uh, if you guys know what that means. You probably do if you're listening to this. Um, but yeah, so there's plenty. There's plenty, uh, plenty on the horizon. So it felt natural to, for us to uh, talk about board games and, and role-playing games. And also considering, you know, over lockdown, I think, uh, or various lockdowns, I think they, they became in vogue and they started, especially with the latest season of Stranger Things I'm watching, um, dare I say it, cool, which is nice. I mean, it's going to follow role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons are going to go the way of Marvel and DC, where they, you know, become quite sort of in vogue. And uh, all the stuff we used to get made fun of for enjoying when we were kids, people are going to be made fun of for not enjoying it, which is, which is weird to think about. But yeah, so with that in mind, I really appreciate this. It's a good reprieve before our final two episodes of the season. Uh, we've got the last adjudicator final coming up and then the season finale so very much appreciated um dan and ryan thank you for joining thanks for everyone who watched uh who listened to this episode watched listened to this episode of slash dupe uh we thought we'd do something different and thought it would be uh, a bit of fun to this is really how creative things are made ad hoc piecemeal messages and texts back and forth um because nobody has any time to actually meet up anymore um and then when you meet up You've already done all the groundwork and you just have the fun to, to, to come. So thank you everyone for listening. Uh, and I hope you look forward to the final two episodes of the season coming up for Slash Dupe.